With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Helping you tune out your annoying workmate. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Uh, folks, if you've sent in a text message in the last hour, it doesn't look like we're receiving them, so we're just resetting our text and phone machine. So hopefully Jimmy Smith's there. I am. Oh, hey, mate. Hello, buddy. You good? Good, good to have you back. I oh, know. It's great to be back. Where have you been? Do you really want to know? No. no whatever answer you gave, I was going to say, no, really, <laughs> where have you been? <laughs> no, I just, I just had a couple of weeks off, you know, recharging, catching up with friends and family around the, uh, around the North Island. But day one of my holiday, huge rock in windscreen, uh, couldn't get it fixed for two weeks, so I drove around miles and miles and miles with a busted windscreen packing myself I'd get another rock but it didn't happen you didn't so so were you were looking out the window what, what oh no it was it was like a crater at about uh Adam's apple level on the windscreen so I could see over it but it was right if you loop your thumb and forefinger together that's how big the crater was and it had a circle of crack around it as well <laughs> Right. So every time a truck was coming towards me, I was full tense. So not relaxing driving at all, Jimmy. But got a new windscreen on Monday, cleanest windscreen in New Zealand. Life's good. Oh, well, that's fantastic. So uh, you see the Warriors play. Gee, that's a late one for you guys on Anzac, Anzac Day night. What a, that's kickoff 9 o'clock local time, right? Yeah, and we all get up at 5 in the morning and go to dawn parades as well and then work a, yes. shift, then work a shift at SENZ and then Sammy goes off and he, and he calls the game as well. But what, what a game. Oh, my gosh. Well, I called the game over here and with uh, Brett Kamali and, and Tim Manor and it was just extraordinary. Um, I think Brett and Tim both described it as a blinking contest. And they were saying this before the game. Like, the, you're going to get in these positions, which team blinks? And in fairness to the Warriors, yeah, they might have blinked, but they blinked without Torhu Harris, without Jazz Tavanga, without Charles Nickel Crookstar. Um, it was an extraordinary performance to then lose. Look, it really was. I think it was typified. Bunty Afar, you know, he started near enough the start of the second half to do his 20-minute surge. Uh, he had to play the whole half, and he was cooked at the end, absolutely cooked. And we had no subs for about the last 15, 15 yes. 16 minutes. And against Melbourne, that's too hard. But gee, all our rock stars are off, uh, include no Mitch Barnett to start the game, amongst others, Wade Egan as well. Um, we were really proud of them, Jimmy. I know it's a yeah. loss and you shouldn't be proud of a loss, but boy, we were. And, and here's the other thing when, when you start thinking about Bunty Afoa and just thinking about that. Um, often you get, like as a player, you think, oh, I play 40 minutes a game and I, no, no, well, okay, well, I do my job in that time, but I can't do anything else. Mm. Now, Andrew <laughs> Webster can go to Bunty and say, look, I know it was suboptimal, but think about what you actually did and what you could potentially do in the future. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're, you're right. You're right. And now it's that no one's got off the train, though, Jimmy. The the no. carriages are still full on the bandwagon train, and uh, sold out signs uh, against the Roosters this Sunday, and we're ready is, to go again. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. And and I'm telling you, I know with all those outs, and you got a downgrade with Dylan Walker, which I was surprised at. But were you? It, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's funny because. Brett Kamali and I both said, yes, he deserves to be sent to the sin bin. Tim Manor thought it wasn't even a sin binnable offence. Mm. He said, back in the day, and I'm saying, yes, but not. we're not back in the day. Right now, he's deliberately tried to hit him with the, the forearm. Sam is fuming, I might tell oh, you, Jimmy. And I, and I said, you can seriously. talk if you want. And he's shaking his head. He said, I think he's too angry. I mean, wasn't there a, an incident towards the end of the second half where a man literally had a player in a headlock and took him to the ground. I mean, if that's not more of a head slam than what Dylan Walker did, then I don't know what is, Jimmy. So and should we, where, or should we talk about Nelson Asafa Solomon and breaking, breaking Egan's uh, jaw last year? Or so, no, see, so this is this is what you've done here, Sam. I think it's called a classic straw man <laughs> argument where you. T- I'm talking about the Dylan Walker incident, and you've gone, oh, but what about that incident over there? Look at that one. Consistency, See, Jimmy. I just think it's. <laughs> I think the Dylan Walker one would be more palatable. Hey. Yeah, well, if you're on that side of the Tasman, I'm sure it is more hey, palatable. Jim, but 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 in all seriousness, I actually am interested to hear what you made of the the Sean Johnson dropout penalty because I feel like if you looked at every single dropout in the NRL, ninety percent of them would be taken beyond the beyond the try line. I would guarantee. You, I will give you a cold, hard, ironclad guarantee that 0% of them or 0.01% of them are taken a meter out from the goal line, which is Please. where Sean Johnson took his. What kind of measure? Are you guys it's using the American system there, even, are you? Isn't it either over the line or behind the line? That's mate, you, you are taking it on or behind the line. He took it a metre in front of the line. Was it a really tough penalty? No, it wasn't because they're the laws of the game. <laughs> Jimmy, I'll tell you what, Jimmy, he, here's, here's the thing to guarantee. He what's, knows our teaching machine's down. Is Sean, is Sean 30, 32? 31 or 2, yes. 30, yeah. He will never, ever, 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 ever do that again. <laughs> uh, but the so other teams of all the, will. Of all, you know, when the Warriors make the semifinals and they have to defend a dropout, of all the things that Andrew Webster has to worry about, he will never have to worry about, gee, I wonder whether Sean's going to kick it a metre in front of the line. But it's not whether it's a metre. It's an inch or a metre or 10 metres. It's, you're not allowed to be over. It's the same as man in front from a kickoff. You're not allowed to be in front, whether it's six inches or six feet. You're not allowed to be in front. And what Sammy's point is, most of the kicks, they take it from in front of the line. It does, the rule doesn't say penalty if it's a metre, no fuss if it's 30 centimetres. That's not the rule, and you're arguing rules. No, I understand that. But he made it so obvious. He made it so obvious that I think it was Grant Atkins, wasn't it? Grant Atkins was just like, oh, God, I've got to penalise. <laughs> hey, uh, did Remus Smith touch the ball? Slow down, Sammy. What was that? Did Remus Smith touch the ball? Did Remus Smith touch the ball? Which try are we talking about? The one that Nick Meaney got where they looked at it they in slow mo. They all jumped up. Clearly hit his fingers. Uh, Not I'm on. I remember it. 
Yeah, He's trying to think of an look, argument for it, this one, Steve. No, no, it looked, it looked, it looked by on to me. Oh, of course. <laughs> this is the worst is your, cross is your, text, is your text line down, is it? It is. It is. And you're <laughs> damn lucky as well. You are lucky because yeah. you would be getting roasted, Jimmy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good thing is that uh, you're not very knowledgeable league fans over there anyway. So, oh, Jimmy Smith. <laughs> we take him off now? We take him off. We'll, we'll take go. him off. We've got to go, gotta go. Jimmy. Now we got to go. Oh, come on. Yeah, mongrel. That's it. Drop us fader. It. Drop us fader. That's Jimmy Smith. Get out. We We're go. going to a See break. See you later. See you later. There, there you go. I tell you what, like it's a Oh, could we have kept him up then? I don't know. I'm confused as to whether or not we actually were dropping him there, so we didn't really communicate about that. But I've turned him off. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if he's talking to us now or not. Oh, he normally has sympathy or understanding. I don't even want sympathy. Black and white. I thought my argument was valid, Sam. Oh, and that was, that's my argument. Is for, I mean, look, no doubt that Sean did take the mickey a bit, but the point is, if that is now the, the rule, then that's has to, everyone has to be pulled up on that now. Like you just said, if you're over the line now, you, you have to be pulled up. There's no up. margins of offside. You're offside or you're not. You shoot someone with a bullet and they die, that's murder. You shoot them with three bullets, you don't get three times yeah, the and, sentence. And, and the straw man argument as well. Like It's just that one word, consistency. I don't care that Dylan Walker got got sent off because he probably did deserve it, but then you have to go and do it for the other guy who headlocked him and took him down to the ground. But, you know. This is the worst way to finish the week. I know. I'm upset. <laughs> I'm upset. Go to a break.